Here we are back on The Knot. I'm Scott Framiller. I'm here with Shelly Netco. And, uh, and we're going to talk about, well, first it was patriarchy, but we crossed it out, crossed it out. with our, with our handy dandy Sharpie here. And then, uh, you wrote gender roles, gender roles. So I'm going to let you, uh, I'm gonna let you take off of this one. Well, I was, I was listening to something the other day and it was about patriarchy and just, um, and I was talking with my girlfriend last night about that with, because we got in the subject of dating and then, um, we got on to, um, men paying for dates, you know, expectations, all these kinds of things. And then it went into, well, what else do we expect? Not just on dates, but what else do we expect from, as you know, just our general thoughts? And we all come from our own set of values, our own set of experiences with our decision-making and our judgment. Mm-hmm. And, um, so when, so, and that's all based on, on gender roles, right? So it's like historically, right. you go on a date, man pays for a date. Is okay. that true? Is that not true? Um, what happens when a woman tries to pick up the tab? Is that offensive? Is that not offensive? I mean, those kinds of things. And then, um, you know, just going further into, um, or do we want to talk about that now? Let's talk about that now. <laughs> talk about whatever you want. I'm listening. No, I mean, I could go on. but No, please. Um, but then going further into when you get into, say, family roles and um, partnerships and, say, um, income earning, you know, where it's like the, the power perspective of who someone is status-wise in the business world kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, some men struggle with a, a woman earning more or being in a higher position in, you know, business than they are. Many don't. And it's just interesting that, that as far as we've come, we haven't come that far. And this is a discussion we had last night, and I just found it really fascinating. And so, I mean, for me, if I asked somebody on a date then I would pay generally and I think you know and you need to take it a step further like with friends or whatever like and I have some you know female friends too where like you just trade off Uh like hey I you know I got I got last time or whatever you know what I mean like Uh or you split the bill or whatever but I I think even on a I don't know I I guess I guess I pay sometimes I don't know why Uh I think I pay more than I don't pay when Uh I go on a date right but I don't. I don't think that's right, though. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm. I, I, there is no right or wrong. I'm just wondering what your Sorry. your opinion is. I mean, I did. I went out with a guy who said, "Just so you know, I'm very old-fashioned and I always pay." And I was like, I don't know if old-fashioned means like paying, though. It's almost like. But that's patriarchy. With it is patriarchy. You're right. You're right. In a gender role, right? right. Like you always think that the the, right. the male should pay for whatever, but that's not how it is anymore. No. Um, I think you know sometimes. It's kind of nice to pay. like it's like a gesture, sure. right? Like, hey, I appreciate your time, and you know, let me buy you dinner. Mm-hmm. Let me treat you to dinner. Um, but then in the reverse, it's also nice when the gal's like, hey, you know what? Let me get that. Let me let me get it this time. You know, you've paid sure. so many times, or or participation. You know, you could still have that expectation of um, uh, what do you call it? Chivalry, sure. I guess, right? Like sure. opening doors and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I that's that's like a, that's just like think a little bit of a respect thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess that's a gender role somewhat too. Well, and I also wonder <clears throat> if it's a generational thing because I don't think that's so much a thing with 20-year-olds and, you know, 20-somethings. Know. You know what's funny is, well, Nate probably learned this from me, but he was on a date with a girl and I was picking him up from the movies, you know? So cute. It was funny, man. It was cool. And, and like he opens up the door for her. Uh-huh. And then she got in and, and he shut the door and he walked around and, and she, she, like I'm kind of like sitting in the front, you know, and I'm like... Uh-huh. Because it was his first date. I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do? Like, hi, you know? <laughs> and, and she's like, he, he opened the door for me. That was cool. 
And I was like, oh, that's cool. Cute. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but that's a that's somewhat like she probably saw her dad do that for her mom, sure. or you know, Nate sees me do that for you know when I was married or when I was dating or whatever. Right. Uh, when I had a girlfriend, I mean, or, or whatnot. And and that's like, I guess you kind of set the example, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. But I think some of it's some of it's respect, but it's also like a, you know, it's reciprocal, it's re- reciprocity too. Right. And you know, giving and taking, right? Like if if one person's paying for everything all the time, that's not okay. Right. Um, but to participate, right? Sure. But then you go back to, to you back it's to the currency. cookie jar. Yeah, right. It's a cookie jar. You yeah. go back to currency though. Like a really good friend of mine's been married forever, and you know his wife has has worked, but not. I mean, she's essentially there to take care of their their four children, and mm-hmm. you know there's a lot going on, mm-hmm. and and um, you know that's a different currency. Sure. So clearly, she's not going to treat to, you know, Durance or something. You know what I'm saying? Right. It should not. So that so, I don't know. I don't know if it always matters. And then we go back to that that situation where I listed my five things and one of them was financial stability. And you're like, dude, well, what if, so you're saying, so if the girl doesn't have money, then you wouldn't date her. So like, what about, you know, like your, your example was when you got divorced, you didn't really have anything. Oh, so, so I'm not, yeah. Am I not date worthy? Yes. You're not date worthy because you can't buy dinner. Like, are you serious right now? Right. And, and that was the currency thing. Right. Right. And so, but you just brought up something. So when I think about love languages, because you said, um, you know, that she's taking care of the kids and that kind of thing. It does, do the five love languages equal currency? Yeah. And and how you are exchanging that is yeah. like... Yeah, that's yeah. a cookie jar. That's that's good. That's a cookie jar. That's like cookie it. jar stuff yeah. for sure. And, yeah. and, you know, being aware of what your partner needs and then asking them and discussing that too. And I think that's a fair discussion. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you know what? We're, you know, you go out on a date. Like say, you know, whatever, a guy asks you on a date. Mm-hmm. Then I think generally like, what do you say? not ethically what you know like you would normally pay like if i asked somebody to go somewhere on a date i would normally pay because i asked them etiquette etiquette. that's what that's where i was looking for etiquette that's i just couldn't find it yeah but the etiquette would be that right right um but then like say you date three or four times and you're like hey you know what does this look like moving forward like do you expect the guy to always pay or do you want to participate or like do you want to trade off on dates like you plan one i plan one or like how do we do that or whatever right um but, but again, I think it's back, it goes back to that communication thing. It doesn't always have to be, you know, sure. the way it is. Yeah, that makes sense. But then I remember when I was a little kid, the gender roles were like mom took care of the house and dad like worked on cars and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I guess that could still work if you communicate about it. Mm-hmm. But like I can do my own laundry. I don't need somebody to do my laundry. Right. You know what I mean? I yeah. can make my own bed. Yeah. I don't, you know what I'm saying? I think a lot of people get trapped in what they think the idea is, even though everything's acceptable because everybody can create their own reality mm-hmm. and their fear of judgment by maybe their friends or their family is what keeps them from making changes and then they're not authentic so now we're in everything right now right, right. And, and and i think that's where a lot of um just relationships or even business partnerships or whatnot can can have a just a, a wrong turn or just maybe get stuck or a dead end you know right right yeah and i i think that's where you know, I, it just goes back to communication. It's so funny. It does. It really does. Mm-hmm. But when you when you and your friend were talking about it, your patriarchy conversation, yeah. what, what was it? What were you guys talking about? Like, give me um, give me some scoopage. No, we were just talking about the notion of um, actually it was it started with age, and traditionally men were old, men are older than women in dating was one. Then we went into traditionally men take care of women in a partnership was what women were looking for. This is, you know, generations, obviously, generational story, and that's not now. 
But it's some women are still looking for that. Mm-hmm. Some men are looking for that. Sure. You know, yeah. it's like I think it's an yeah. individual thing. Right? Yeah, it's an individual thing. <laughs> um, and then traditionally, um, you know, when you when you go on dates and and just the just the exchange where you know some women are just always expecting um, a man to take care of everything, and um, you know just not having the communication about it, but having the expectation, and then that could actually just shut down the possibility for a relationship by not having a conversation because uh, it could have been changed by, oh, well, you know, if you do something once in a while, if we do exchange or whatever, sure. or once in a while, like, just like you said, you know, just open up the conversation. Mm-hmm. changes everything. Yeah. And, and it could keep, it could maybe, a relationship could possibly happen where it wouldn't have before because maybe somebody got offended because he paid for five dates and she didn't suggest anything and she just assumed because the way he was behaving, everything was fine. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Like, so now what would the conversation be? You know, you have a boyfriend and say you move in together. That what does that conversation look like from a gender role standpoint? What conversation? Well, like, okay. So when that has to be had, that conversation has to be had like, Hey, you know, I'll mow the lawn and take care of the outside and take care of the cars. And then like, you know, you take care of the inside and we do it all together. Or, you know, that's a conversation that should be had. Absolutely. Like shopping. Just because, you know, generally it seems like the female may go to the store more than the male because they, I don't know, just weird. Like, I don't know where shit's at in the store. Amazon. Because I don't really want to cook anyways. You know what I mean? Amazon sprouts delivery. Yeah, you're like freaking click on your thing and and have shit delivered. Yeah, by some like little robot thing. Yeah, yeah. And then maybe it can cook for you too. That'd be cool. But you know what I'm saying? I do. That goes back to that that same conversation. And maybe that's a gender role conversation you have Mm -hmm. in the beginning of a relationship too. Mm -hmm. Not Mm -hmm. only just about who pays for dinner. But like, hey, what do you expect? Like, I think moving it's a on? Like, huge opportunity. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty interesting. That, that many people miss. Um, I think going into relationships, many people miss a lot of opportunities no matter what. But just expectations because the failure always comes in unmet expectation. Yeah. Well, the failure comes in expectations to every relationship and every interaction because right. somebody may view, somebody may have a different expectation than the other person and then that's where conflict happens right because right. you don't communicate well yeah and the only the only way that the expectation has failed is by not communicating it yeah 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 you have sure. to share it people don't read your mind Mm-mm. and and not sharing it then creating a conflict by being disappointed because that's a conflict mm-hmm. and then stepping back and shutting down and doing a stone wall and choosing to not talk because that's how you behave when you're angry. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just all just a, a big situational bullshit. Right. I agree. Yeah. I that, totally that agree. All it takes is a conversation in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, whether it's about dinner or whether it's about housework or whether it's about, you know, um, sharing responsibilities at home, whatever it is. Right. It's easy. It's all so easy. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It, it, yeah. Communication, right? Yeah. So there, well, I guess that just blew that out of the water. So maybe we should just talk about communication every single... <laughs> right. Well, communication is, is obviously woven in all these because right. that's going to keep us honest and it's going to keep us honest with ourselves, honest with our partners. Sure, right? sure. Yeah. Right. Which keeps relationship on track, but it also keeps us on track. So when you say about communication too, and I think this relates to this subject, we talk about, you know, talking... And then having the intent to listen and understand Mm. in communication, right? Right. And I have to say that doing this show since we've started it, I don't know how many episodes we have, but it's helped me huge in all my relationships, right? 
because we don't have other distractions. There's not thirds. We don't have our phone out. We're not looking at Facebook. We're not on a computer. Right. We actually have an interaction where we look at each other. We pay attention. Right. I listen to what you say. I think you're actually the first female I've ever listened to. <laughs> it's pretty crazy, but like I have no other choice. You know what I mean? We're trapped. Like, but but it's good. <laughs> and and I I, uh, I had this friend the other day. Uh, she said, "Hey, you know, when I go out, I give people my time. Yeah. Like I put my phone away and I give people my time. And I'm like, man, that's so respectful." Mm-hmm. You know, and I think we should all do that. Like, if you really want to be with somebody, well, then you're not texting somebody else on your phone. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I get it. Like when you're watching a movie, you're sitting on the couch or whatever. And I get it. Right. But generally, you're not doing that. You know, and and you see so many times, like, you see pictures of people. You know, like say out to dinner, you look over. Um, I think we were out. We were going to a fundraiser or meetup or something. Remember, we were in that in that restaurant, and there was like this huge group of gals, and they yes. were all on a. Um, uh, uh, like bridesmaid What's yeah they were on a bachelorette party. bachelorette party and and they all had their phones out they were all sitting in this big freaking circle in this awesome party with like bottle service and everything. oh no yeah and there was music nobody and... was present like no one was there yeah and i was like god dang man they're miss they're totally missing out you right. know but that can be an addiction too right and then you have that like you have that um that role where you get into a situation where you know you have to respond back right away if somebody texts you right like where were you you know what I mean? Because everybody sure. has like immediate gratification and sure. all that kind of stuff. Sure. I've been in relationships like that too, where you're like, yeah. you know, they text back right away and you're like, dude, are you ever present anywhere? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, how do you even do that? You know? So, you know, back to those gender role things, I, I wonder, um, what about sex? Let's talk about sex and gender roles. Um, how much time do we have? <laughs> I know. Well, we, we're only 13 minutes in. Okay, so we got, we, we can roll this shit. Let's do it. No, seriously, let's do that. Let's do it. Because, you know, like initiating sex, you know what I mean? I think, um, and a lot of, I think men are hornier than women when they're younger. And then it switches when we get older. The peaks are different. Yeah. Right. Yep. And so is that like a. For um, men, it's it, for men, it's 27. And for women, it's 36, 38. For me, it's like 19 to probably 75. But okay. okay. Cool. Yeah. But no, like seriously. You I know, mean, that's just what the statistics show. Okay. I actually listened to that this morning. Cool. So let's talk about it. So is there gender roles in sex? I don't, I don't think so. Do you? I don't think there is. Um, I don't know. I mean. At this age? I mean, as old as we all are. Some of us are older than others. <laughs> I'm just saying. But, but I mean, like, is there? Does it even? Not is there even? Because, I mean, we're, when we're at this age, like, you know what you like. You know what you want. You know how to communicate that. Like, is there even gender roles? Like, because everybody's cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, let's have sex or let's make love or whatever you want to call it. Who says no? I mean, I'm, go- I'm going to say no. There's not. But that's just, I can only judge it based on my values, my experience, you know, who I am. And you can only judge it based on that, who you are. So yeah, I'm going to say no. Okay. Let me. Now, generally speaking, because we're speaking from ourselves. Yeah. It it seems like, you know, when you're, when you're married in a relationship, you have less sex than you do when you're like dating. Why is that? From a gender role standpoint. Like I, I think every marriage I've had, well, no. Yeah. I've had two of them. Is it because is it because like we turn into assholes and the and the women aren't attracted to us oh, anymore? No, I or can't what? answer that one. That was not my case. That was not your case. Mm-mm. Never, huh? Mm-mm. Fuck. I don't. It's weird. So there's no gender role then. I don't think. So I thought we were gonna have this like great debate on sex and gender roles, but it's totally blew up my face. Like there's. I mean, really I can tell about. you whatever you want me to say. I no, think, I don't want you to say. I, I think, want you to say the truth. I think like, be authentic, what, right? I think based. On, <laughs> I'm authentic. I think based on where people are. Say you're raising toddlers. Okay. Or say you go to work and you have a 12-hour day and then you go to the gym and you work out. Both mom and dad are just freaking exhausted. Nobody's going to have sex at night. Or are they? 
I don't know. I think I have sex in the I morning. Probably would wanna. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. No, I do know what I mean though. Yeah. It's just like the it the more overwhelmed and stressed and um just the more you've got going on and the more the less energy you have and the less um engaged you are with your partner, just you you have to add all the layers. Right. You know, so it's like let's peel back the layers of the onion on this one. I mean, where where can we go with it? Yeah, yeah. Right? I guess I guess you're so, right. So in general and statistically when people are married, they do have less sex. True. United States has less sex than the rest of the world, based on what these studies show. We should change that. Hmm? Um, just saying. I mean, you know, it's it's just... It's, maybe that's why we're, we're the most obese, too. Because we're not, we're not as sexually active. Because it's good maybe. cardio? Fuck, it could be. I mean... I don't know. Just saying. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Anyway. I, di- um, I digress. <laughs> but... Um, but I, th- I think that it's just all those things that, that add up to whatever that person's situation is. So depending on what your situation was, if you're not happy, you're probably not going to have as much sex as if you are happy. However, flip it. If you're happy, you're going to have more sex, mm-hmm. right? So, and, and you're going to live longer. And, you know, it's just all kinds of things that are just so much better for you. Right, right. right. So, um, again, live an authentic life. Be a happy person. Have more sex. Communication. Communicate about your gender roles, right? Right. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Well, good. I like that topic. And good thing you changed it from patriarchy because it's hard to say. Yeah, patriarchy is just a, a slice of it, gender roles. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, that's Gender Roles with Scott Framiller and Shelley Netco. We appreciate everybody watching. Have a great day.